0: The Jacksonville Jaguars select Brian Anger, punter, California. We've got a punter. Let me tell you something, people. Punters are people too, and I want to see some punting footage. Give me some punting XO. Punting XO. And with the 89th pick of the 2019 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Irsay and Chris Ballard select future Hall of Famer linebacker from Stanford, Bobby O'Kariki. Kariki. 'Kariki. Pat McAfee, everybody. I mean, that's 10 out of 10 right there.
1: Hello and welcome to the official Madden League 20 podcast. I am your host, David Randlett. Today we start our 10th episode of the official Madden League 20 podcast. It seems like we're doing nine a season here, uh, give or take. I know we had a couple beforehand. Joining me tonight, a very special guest in Justin, our number one seed in the NFC from last year. Hey, Dave. And also my most favorite co-host, Tyler Johnson of the Arizona Cardinals. Woo. We may, just for your uh, for your listening pleasure, may be joined by Jordan Swanson of the Denver Broncos later in the podcast. Uh, he has not been able to join us yet, but he may hop in mid-cast. If we don't hear from him, we wish him the best. So how are you guys doing tonight, and how was your offseason? Let's start with Justin.
0: Uh... I'm doing pretty good. The yeah. season went pretty well. Uh, we'll see how it goes throughout the season, but as overall, I'm pretty happy.
1: Pretty happy with the results. How about you, Ty?
2: Um, honestly, I'm pretty ecstatic. Originally, yeah. after the end of the first round, I wasn't too excited about my rookie class. Uh, the The lack of the dev trades versus heartbreak. You invest in three draft picks, you hope to get one. But right. the more I looked at these guys I drafted, they... uh. They they play great and they have elite potential. So I'm I'm pretty happy with. Uh,
1: happy with um, the results, regardless of the dev. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, same here. I was happy as far as just regarding specifically the draft. I was pretty happy with the results I had. Um, and uh, and we'll we'll get into the off season. But I think I think all three of us could argue we had a very interesting and very successful off season for all three of our teams in different ways too. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let's get right into our, our kind of goal today is we're going to recap the offseason as well as talk about the draft in some depth and uh, and hopefully get in some season predictions here by the end of the episode. Uh, first things first, I think one of the most interesting moves of the whole offseason was the trade for Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Giants. Um, Justin, do you want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. So... Uh what was the, uh, I don't know exactly what, I know um, Jock got, did you, Kevin King and uh,
1: Oh, for the Rogers. trade itself?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright,
1: so Aaron Rodgers goes to the New York Giants, the Packers send Aaron Rodgers, Adrian Amos, Kevin King and a fifth round pick for Lorenzo Carter, Kevin Zietler, a first and a third.
0: Oh, wow, that's I, big trade. <laughs> I
2: also have sources that say if Aaron Rodgers retires in the first year the first round pick at
1: if Aaron Rodgers retires after the first year, what?
2: Uh, he gets the first-round pick returned. So no, it's a conditional so first.
0: Conditional yes,
1: first. Yes. Okay.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, interesting. I, I have
2: sources that say so.
1: <laughs> so okay. there's, there's sources saying here that if if, if Aaron Rodgers retires, that first-round pick is null and void. So theoretically, theoretically, this could be Rodgers, Amos, King, and a fifth for Carter, Zietler, and a third. Yes. Which yep. really
0: tips the scale. Yeah, yeah Jack yeah. really got a good deal on that. No it's, kidding. How old is Aaron yeah. Rodgers right now?
1: He is thirty-six or thirty-seven. 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 So that it's quite possible. However, Brady didn't retire.
2: Correct. Yeah, it's, right. uh, it's a good clause there, just in case you know it's a uh, one-year rent. But... So.
1: That puts some things into an interesting perspective because let's say Aaron Rodgers doesn't retire and has bad regression, and then Jacques has to give up his first. Mm. Man, that first round clause is actually really interesting because it's going to swing one way or the other for either user.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, man. definitely a one- to two-year trade. Uh, trading for Aaron Rodgers, because he's just going to keep progressing there. He already lost his best ability, I believe.
1: The sack, the avoidance? Uh, now,
2: yeah, yeah, now that he's at 89. So, it kind of, ex- you know, he's getting shipped for a reason. Right. So, Jacques has got to make it count, because it's only going to get harder every year after this.
0: Now, right. yeah. Justin, you
1: played against Aaron Rodgers, and he performed well in his first game, yeah?
0: Yeah, he was uh, very, very hard to... Uh... I guess intercept. I got. I think I got like one pick on him at the end. But mm-hmm. man, he was really like accurate with his throws. Hard to pick off. Hard to sack. Uh, he just and then the the time he gets rid of the ball is just insanely quick. You yep. can't really uh, make any quick or fast breaks on the ball because it just comes out so quick. So you're know, not looking forward to playing him again and being in my division. But hopefully it's only for a year or two. So if
1: you're, if you're the Giants and you make this move, I mean, theoretically, Jacques's looking to contend right now and he's invested in this Barkley-Rogers kind of season that he's, he's banking on. Uh, from your perspective, being in Washington, is this a, a good move for the Giants to make here? Or is this something that, you know, maybe they should have held on to their, uh, their pieces a little bit longer?
0: Well, I think... Um I think maybe if it was me, I probably would have held on to my piece. Mm-hmm.
1: Kept Danny Dimes as the starter, and you solidify your first-round pick. You still have Zietler. You still have Carter.
0: You know, I don't know necessarily that they're ready to compete right now for the championship, but, sure. uh, you know, each player does his own thing. But, you know, I'm more of a building draft develop type of person, so I'm trying to trade for the big names. But, I mean, right. just watching him play last night, it really – kind of changed my opinion on having uh, a really good quarterback.
1: Certainly opens up the Giants for discussion in the division more so yeah, than last year. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, and, and they just lost to you week one, which is a significant loss, but I mean, it's still week one, so anything can still happen.
0: Right, and I don't think we play again till the end of the season, like towards the end, oh, wow. so, you know, if if it gets close and, you know, it was one possession game, so could have gone either way, so. You know, once he gets more familiar with it, and, you know, he could he could make a run. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now, now Ty, I know that you've had uh, some success against both the Giants and the Washington football team here. Uh, do you play either of them this year?
2: Uh, I don't believe so. If I would play – Yeah, week, we I, play I week play, three. Yeah, that's right. right. We do play week. We, uh, we the division. And you were the only be... one to
1: give Washington a loss in the regular season, right? Yes. Yes.
2: Yes, thanks oh, to uh, Dwayne Haskins himself.
1: <laughs> so does this mean that coming week three, is that is that where we first see Paul Dunn against the Arizona Cardinals?
2: Oh, man. Way to, <laughs> way to play with my heart. Oh, I
1: mean, you couldn't beat him then, could you? I mean, you'd have to do what's right well, and get his first start away. couldn't beat
2: me with Haskins, so you might as well try, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man! So that was that was some of the big early news. Uh, the Giants making a splash late in the in the off season. Uh, with that news, rookie undrafted free agent quarterback Taylor Johnson wins the starting job in Green Bay. What do you guys think of that?
0: I think it's brave. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's definitely one way to put it.
0: Between well, him and what is, is it
1: Tyree Jackson
0: at quarterback over there? Yeah. What's yeah. what's uh what's the guy what's his rating? It? It's like low f- or mid fifties,
2: isn't it? He's uh Taylor Johnson is sixty two. Oh sixty two has eighty nine throw power, seventy eight short accuracy, seventy z Z five. Oh. So, so very wrong really, Yeah, the only thing really going for him is that he does have a depth trait.
1: What um, are his very, uh his attribute traits? Like, sense of pressure?
2: Um... Check that. His... Under pressure, 75. under uh, Throw on run, 79. Play action, 72. Like, everything's...
1: Does he have an aggressive throw style and all that? I know those usually apply to CPU, but I'm just curious.
2: Uh, yeah. Aggressive, forcing passes, scrambling, QB style, average sense of pressure. Gotcha.
1: So he's a project.
2: He's definitely a project, but, hey, that dev trade, if you can get him to the Superstar, rookie year.
1: That would be significant.
2: He'll develop. That would, yeah. It's quite an investment and a lot of pressure, but you can get him cheap, too. Yeah, Um, I was going to say. Part of it. Is he 21? 22. Or 22, yeah. 22.
1: So there's plenty of time for him.
2: Yeah. 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 It was was funny that the one quarterback that got drafted – the dev trait was the undrafted free agent.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: it says, it says a lot, right there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was he? What was? Was he a projected pick at all? Undrafted.
2: Yeah. Undrafted. I almost drafted him in uh, a late round, but I traded that up just because of the name. You know, that would have been fun.
1: It, it's true. It's true. <laughs> now. I had
2: the high uh, Johnson on my practice squad.
1: I think quarterback talk is a lot of fun, and so carrying on from from the Project Taylor Johnson, you have Aaron Rodgers in New York. My question for you guys, um, with Jimmy G going to the Jacksonville Jaguars and then them drafting quarterback Max Buchanan in the second round, I believe, what does this mean for Minshew, and do you think he ends up on another team?
0: Well... Well, yeah, I could de- see him. Yeah. See him
2: moving. If, uh, if a quarterback gets hurt, I see a trade.
1: Kind of. You think everyone's got their set starters at this point?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't see someone investing in a quarterback that's twenty five with eighty six throw power. They they may use him in a backup role, but I think his days of starting are over, despite mm-hmm. his.
1: You don't see Miami pursuing anything beyond Tyrod, or uh, or the Saints getting sick of Tua.
2: Well, Miami would be an interesting one. I guess that's true. He could play into that system
1: there. And I mean, what if things go south in in Green Bay and they're sitting at like four and three and have decided they need somebody else? I could see. I could see a few teams reaching out.
2: It's possible. He's he's cheap. That's the big appeal of being on that rookie deal.
1: Yep. Yep. If, if the Titans start off pretty poorly and, and, and Tannehill really doesn't impress, I just I'm just looking at kind of the teams here and saying, okay, who would take a 25 year old semi-developed quarterback? Um, certainly a team like Tennessee who runs the ball as much as they do might get away with Minshew. all right these are just I'm just thinking out loud, but as far as his, I find his future interesting considering what uh, Jacksonville did this offseason. they've kept him and they haven't moved yep. him but I feel yeah. like he's kind of the the first one off the board mid-season if somebody needs one.
0: Definitely yeah, yeah. can see that.
1: And what well, if all what if there's all busts in Washington, you know?
0: Yeah, it's very true. Dwayne Haskins he's on the short leash here. Wow. It's true. It's true.
1: Um, do you guys have any other off-season uh, things you'd like to discuss before we get into the draft specifically? Mm. Any other interesting moves stuff. that stood out to you guys as far as uh, something that really shook the league? I, I think the Nick Chubb trade is still a significant trade over in, in uh, Minnesota.
2: Yeah, yeah, that will definitely influence that division there.
0: Um, yeah, that's I, a that's a big move, I think. Add uh, and Chubb. He's a yeah, beast.
2: I'd have to assume, at least with the trade of Aaron Rodgers and with Chubb there in Minnesota, the Vikings have an edge at the start. I agree. see how that I goes. But it, it was a neck and neck, and while these moves might impact things years later in mm-hmm. different ways, right now I think that uh, Minnesota,
0: uh, they're yeah. at least looking
2: like the early season favorites.
0: Sure. I think uh, the Packers is probably going to struggle when you go from a you know, 90, 90-something overall X-Factor QB to a, Sixty-one overall, <laughs> yeah, quarterback. Like, you have a thirty-point drop gonna, right there, <laughs> yeah. and his offense was mainly was mainly passing, right? Like, he, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's going to be kind of a. I think they they, they had hard. to be one of the best
1: passing teams in the league last year, and, and I mean they weren't taking sacks at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean if he
0: can keep them upright and not take sacks, then
1: there's a know, chance. Could be
0: right. But but I mean. That far of a drop in, in rating is going to be. It's gonna affect you.
1: I think if you're the Packers, if you're hoping to have any successful season, you have to become more of a run-first team this year. You have to change the, that identity real quick. Yeah, I agree with that. To the Packers' credit, too, they have the offensive line to switch it up if they have to. They have yeah. one of the best linemen in the league in, uh, in David Bukhari, so... Oh, okay. But... Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll move on to the draft here. Um, let's talk about the very first pick taken into the draft, Edison going to the Jets. I believe he was the only X-Factor, correct? That would
2: yeah. be the case.
1: There, were, there seemed to be a lot of disappointment in the chat when he got drafted.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't even let myself get excited. He was projected number one. Yeah. You know? It was... Yeah. It was... <laughs> <There> was
0: <no laughs> number drop.
1: one. <laughs> he uh, he's gonna be a force that at least we have to deal with but uh, going to the Jets I mean yeah you could argue for a waste of talent I'm sure everyone's gonna be hoping four years down the road for him to hit free agency
0: the Jets really had a
1: good uh, CPU draft right? they, they yeah, did well they... <laughs> they did well I mean if there's any team that is a CPU that's looking to improve the Jets definitely made like took steps
2: yeah, it was it was such a jets thing to take all the the really hyped players right. the ones that you knew were such gonna a
1: happen. trashy
0: move
2: <laughs> yeah right like, it was such a jets thing like it's just wasted on
0: yeah we'll just waste away <laughs> however, the way in however I'll be the quickly
1: uh, I'll be quickly shut up if the jets beat one of the one of us in the in the division
2: hey it's possible
1: right uh so moving on. San Francisco going with Morris, their new QB. Um, was that a shock to either of you guys, them taking Morris at quarterback? Or did you think that they might go a different direction with that pick?
0: I thought he was going to take Samuels. He was saying he was taking Samuels in the podcast. Yeah. So I was like, It's true. He's going Samuels. But I guess he... And then he also made a move for Mariota. Did he trade for another... Did he trade for Jordan Love, too, right?
1: Jordan Love, yeah. He picked up Jordan so Love, Mariota, scared. and then
0: drafted Morris. And now yeah, he's trying he's to get rid of Mariota. Fun. Yeah, four quarterbacks over there. He's
1: it's it's not um
0: but that speed is uh that's going to be nice in his in his offense.
1: I checked. I believe he played the 49ers did beat the Colts already in week 1 and Morris is one of the I mean it's early in week 1, but Morris I believe had over 100 yards on the ground in his first game. 118 <sighs> yards and a touchdown and I played against him in uh the preseason and he started Morris the whole game and he really likes to utilize him in that in the rushing attack um, oh, yeah. so, so Morris yeah, is the yeah cuz he used
0: to uh he had that one that one play where he'd bring in uh, the what the Smith oh, or Franklin, the yeah. Franklin yeah and Franklin. he had that like option that dude was like insanely fast yeah
1: yeah he, and he so he, now he doesn't have to uh he's doing the same thing with Morris now yeah. yeah so it's less obvious um, and uh, i mean I gotta tell you, I mean, playing playing Drew in preseason, and I I try not to put too much stock into preseason. Um, and I think everybody takes it at a different level of, of uh, how serious they approach it. But uh, Drew looks like he has a plan with this offense, and he ha- looks like he's ready to to invest into his first round pick. Um, I think oh, yeah, I think Morris was sell. a good choice, but I, I don't understand the trade for Love or Mariota if that's what you're going. I think he may maybe pulled the trigger too early. But at the same time, if you if you don't land a quarterback, then at least you have that insurance. It just feels like it's quite the crowded room.
0: Well, yeah, he
2: he originally was going to get Theo Samuel. That uh, that was the pick.
1: That um, was his okay. So that's what he was going to do. That was
2: yeah. That was it. But you know how it is. You know he he traded three first round picks and a the previous year first round pick I mean, to get this pick and looking at James Morris, the only issue with him as a prospect was that red two that he had. He had the throw power, he had the speed. Like, I was looking at him and if I was going to pick a quarterback he would have been the guy I got. And he and I actually talked before the draft.
1: What is his throw and power and speed rating?
2: His speed is 87, his acceleration is 90, and his throw power is 91.
1: How's his accuracy? Is he alright? or?
2: Short is 80, it goes 82, 80, 78 so it's gotcha. basically, not, not terrible it, no it's everything's basically average around 80 Throwing around 80 pretty sack 78
1: and the only thing you're hoping for is the dev trait which ended up being normal
2: yeah but you can get that up you know just by he's gonna
1: make he's a doing. good push for uh offensive oh, yeah. rookie of the year
0: the, the hard push. thing that's gonna be that for that is the only thing if he doesn't get rookie you know he likes to run the ball so in future years it's probably going to be hard to get in that top five of passing for the QB. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Dev.
1: Makes sense. And, I mean, plus, traditionally, the 49ers are more of a run team, and, and Drew had success with that during his playoff run. So, I mean, I wonder if we're going to see more of a, a rush-based offense, and he's going to be careful to take care of Morris more than anything else. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if that's the offense he wants to go with, goodness, he still has Mariota back there to run the same style. And... Uh, and then who knows yeah. what happens with Love, who's been just kind of thrown around like a bag of chips. <laughs> but, uh, no, very interesting pick with, with the Niners going with Morris. Where did Samuel end up? The Jets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, That's right, the flipping Jets. Um, so let's, let's move on and, and talk about another interesting pick, and, and one that got a lot of hype. Uh, Paul Dunn to the Washington Football Team. I'm curious to what your uh, your mindset was behind that pick, Justin, going into that. Well, I had a, like a
0: group of picks there, but there was like this gap in between where it was like Matt, and then the Packers and Dustin, I think, was in there, and I was like, I took a receiver because I kind of go try to do a best player available type sure. on my draft board, and I took a receiver because I also needed two. Uh, receivers, and I was looking and I was like, man, he's just sitting there and he's got right now, it's not a reach to, re- to get him, and I tried trading with Matt, and he, was, he wasn't he was really he said he had this guy, his eyes on two players, and I was like, man, I bet one of them is, is done mm. so I was trying to get ahead of him and he made his pick, I was like, well if he takes him, if he takes Dunn, I'm gonna take Buchanan, yep. regardless and uh, I ended up trading with, uh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, uh, Andy. I traded with Andy, and uh, he was done. Was there, and I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna take him." and Ended up getting him, and then a couple picks later, I got uh, Glenn Wayne, who ended up being a superstar. Yep. Um, yeah. But I got a, I got a real log jam at quarter uh, running back right now, so I'm trying to figure out how to implement him to the offense, but. Dunn's good, he had a he had a decent preseason, but I played uh Dustin week three and I was like, Alright, let me let me try to see how he does against the users and he's yep. he's, he's not ready. <laughs> no. No,
1: he looked like he was fairly raw. He wasn't a bad pick uh for yeah. you there, but he does look raw.
0: Yeah. He um he's got really high acceleration. He's got like ninety one acceleration, but the speed is like seventy nine, so he's not really you know, a, a true scrambler. Yeah, right. Fun,
2: fun thing you said about
0: that. Uh, because
2: I actually looked at all the rookie picks and tried to find guys that had outliers in statistics, like who's top five mm-hmm. or whatever in that. And uh, Reed Weaver and Paul Dunn tied for the third highest acceleration of all quarterbacks. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So okay. while that speed isn't there, the acceleration is. So it's kind that's of key with different. avoiding sacks. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, like, more of a moving in the pocket type rather yep. than, like, a first scrambler. Yep. But right. that that was an interesting, like, uh, speed and acceleration combo that you usually don't see.
0: And I was thinking, you know, if I get, like, a random speed boost once or twice in the next two yeah. or three years, yeah. you know, he gets up to 81, 82, and that's... Eighty-two, eight ninety. You one, can see him you know, scampering
1: for some yards here and there.
0: Yeah, I mean I've run with him a little bit. but, You know, he's faster than Haskins, so <laughs>
2: yeah. His uh, change of direction is eighty-seven. That's actually huge for that too. Right. Especially with
1: the whole sack, wow. Wow. sack stuff. Yeah. 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 So, so you currently have Haskins, Paul Dunn, and do you have another quarterback? Uh,
0: I have one on my practice squad, but I can't remember what his name is. Gotcha,
1: me. gotcha. So he, so Paul Dunn goes in the second round, correct? Late second. Yes, gotcha. And then we have um, over in the draft uh, Tremaine Person going to New England. Did you guys either either of you have him on your board?
0: Is that the that's the really fast receiver, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I had guy. Him. yeah, yeah. I had him. If you hadn't taken him, I would mistake. him.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. He, you know, I, it was interesting. My, I had three or four different guys at different positions on my board. Going into that pick, and when you're like when you're pick 29 in a in an 18 user draft, you don't know who's yeah. going to be there.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And so I, I I just I made up my mind. I had like eight different guys. I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna pick whoever falls to me, and by the time it came to my pick, uh, Tremaine Persons was sitting there, and he was the top on my board, and I and I knew I needed I needed speed at receiver, and I, I like all his attributes looked looked the part for what I wanted yeah. I was I wish he was a little taller but uh but man he fit he fits in really well and to get the dev trait with him was just like that was just beautiful
2: yeah,
0: yeah. is it of uh, you looked at, is it quick or is it and you found out what it was
1: uh it's it is just star oh
0: okay. well just,
1: just star for him. Still. But yeah, I think he was a 71 coming yeah. out of the draft. I think I've got him up to a 74 right now, and he got a speed Dang. up there. So nice. yeah, he had a yeah. he had a really good preseason. I, I started him for most of uh, most every game through every quarter because I really I if if he was going to be in the offense, I really wanted to work with him, and understand like okay, how can I use this guy? And yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he saw a I, lot of time and, and developed pretty quick. So he's at 96 I, speed now. I like.
0: I like that this year, and then that when you draft people, like they run like a four three or something, that the speed kind of translates to the high rating. Where like right. last Madden, you could draft a guy who had like four three speed, and he might have like ninety two speed or something. Like that. And you're like what? Yeah, yeah. So it's cool that this year it's it's a little higher.
1: Yeah, and uh, Ty, you said you had uh, you kind of predicted me to take him, and I know you were doing a lot of draft work. I was curious to if. It, had you did you have him go to New England for a while or was that just kind of he uh, was there well yeah it was
2: one of those things where you had talked to i believe in the previous podcast about going for aJ green but how he wasn't a wide receiver that you know that he was redundant oh yeah that's a good point. and if you were gonna go for a wide receiver you know you'd go for the opposite of what you have those you know slower possession guys mm-hmm. he was uh he was someone that I was really hoping would drop to one of my later picks. Yep. And then I'd trade away Christian Kirk before I signed him to that deal. But, mm-hmm. yeah, once it got to you, and just seeing with how now that offense has been missing that vertical threat. Right. And right. you got two of those. so that Yeah, was with Buckholter
1: nice. as well, which was kind of nice. Yeah. I think that was the yeah. fourth or fifth round. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was interesting because I had even messaged you briefly about Kirk kind of feeling the waters out. Yeah. And yeah. and you had even said, this is something I would do after the draft or after the first round. And so, yeah. no, I actually went out immediately and went and looked to see where you would pick later in the draft. And I knew that I was ahead of you <laughs> in the first round. I said, okay. So yeah. I, I immediately pulled my bid for um, Taylor Gabriel in free agency. And, uh, I I just yeah, kind of was yeah. banking on him, it, and if I didn't get him, then I I was I was either going to go with somebody like Buck Holter or just kind of revert back to the offense that I had last year. So it was it was just interesting the way the pieces fell for you and I.
2: Yeah, yeah. He he was a guy that's like, hey, if he drops, I'll take him. But right with the, with the guys I have, I'm happy.
1: Now speaking of with the guys you have, you're happy. The next one I have here on the list is Mullins to Arizona. Yes, this
2: was uh. This was a guy that I had a real good hunch was going to drop to thirty-two, because uh, the other two running backs were just combine warriors. Yep. To the point to where everyone had their eyes on them, and here's this receiving back out of Oregon that's like has a good combine, but not top three in anything, so he doesn't get any of those stars. Yeah. And when when I made that trade to get that pick thirty-two, I figured like. All right. Here's going to be that running back that gets picked in the late first. So that's going to eventually be a stud. Yep.
1: And yep.
2: He he is going to be he's top. The only are only three running backs in the league that have higher change of direction than he has right now. That's wow. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Barkley, and McCaffrey.
0: Wow. Dang. That's, that's, that's yeah, good company.
2: That's, that's good company, and he's top five in a lot of catching new sets, too. So. Uh, I'm pretty confident I have Harvey Ware 2.0 right here. It's gonna take some time, but
1: funny story I, with him too is I mentioned I had like eight guys on my board, and by the time I got to 29, Mullins was on mine, and mm-hmm. I I was thinking about pulling the trigger on him, but it came down to needing a receiver. I because I picked up Philip Lindsay, and I was looking for that real James White replacement as a receiving back, yeah, and Mullins yeah. was right there, and uh, and so I mean I didn't grab him, but. To see you get him, one you're in the NFC, so what you do over there is fine. But uh, it was cool to see him go to a to an offense that will definitely use him.
2: Oh yeah, I uh, I love receiving backs. I I don't know why it seems that people kind of overlook them. They they tend to be the the most versatile ones. They move having, the chains, man. You know, a, yeah, a guarantee of those. They always seem to drop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So he's he's supposed to have a good year, I think, in Arizona. Being taken uh, oh, that was the thirty second pick, yeah? Yep, yep. Fantastic. And then we have Matthias Woodson going to the Washington football team, wide receiver.
0: Uh yeah, Woodson.
1: How, how's he looked for you in preseason?
0: He's doing pretty well. Um I'm actually pretty excited about all the uh, receivers I've gotten or I've drafted days. Pretty well. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And I've been you know, I got uh Terry McCorn and Corey Davis and Steven Sims, but behind them, I didn't really have much. Uh, it was like Kelvin Harmon and uh, Antonio gandy Golden. Yep. And they're just not. They're kind of. They're big receivers. They're but deaf they're guys. Real sl- yeah, they're just really slow, like eighty-seven speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just not my type. But um, tight
1: ends for the outside.
0: <laughs> yeah right. But Woodson has a like he has ninety-five speed and I think ninety-one excel. So I'm gonna try, and he's uh like six six foot. So yeah, he I'm looks try solid. It, um, Steven Sims is in a contract year this year, so I don't know if I'm gonna resign him yet or not. But if I don't, Woodson will probably move into the slot for me. Sure, sure. So that I thought was a, a, an excellent
1: choice for you, just to add some add some more firepower to that offense.
0: Yeah, I, um, like I said, I did. A, I tried to go best player available and. I guess I must have scouted more offensive <clears> players <throat> than defensive because I think I only drafted offensive players. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, draft any defensive players. I,
2: I have to say, I don't know. I feel like this defense was a lot weaker than the general scouting-wise, at least the positions I looked at. Yeah. Yeah. Defense and then the... did not overwhelm
1: me at all as far as must-have yeah. picks. This was an they offensive went... draft.
0: Yeah, and they went pretty quick, too. Like, by the time... Yeah. I mean, I picked late second, but, like, I had my, I don't know, like a linebacker that was, like, a second round, but maybe he might be there, but, I mean, they were all pretty much gone. Yeah, pretty and quickly. I
1: think you're going to see, just as a tendency in general from users, they're going to favor the possibly better defensive player over the possibly better offensive player, yeah. and so they're just going to be eaten up quicker, um, and
0: maybe I just felt like
1: there was greater depth offensively in this draft. Yeah. One of my there were some
0: some late round D tackles that were available, but they. You know. Yeah.
1: There, there was were some
2: depth a lot there. Of running back.
0: Yeah, a lot of running backs. Like
2: like a lot a lot of mid round guys that were like decent and specialist, but guys you definitely like to have that. Yeah. String back.
1: Yeah. One of my favorite picks in the draft. Uh, in fact, it's got to be one of my top three favorite picks taken all all draft. Uh, is cornerback Josh Choice going to the Packers? Yeah, the quick dev yeah. corner. I thought that was I thought that was a brilliant selection. It it really <laughs> strengthens that secondary, and uh, to get the quick dev was that a, that was a second round pick, right? Yeah,
0: correct. Yeah,
1: he was like yeah. the third user to get. With.
0: Well, what's funny about that is I was trying to talk to Packers like I was trying to get that pick so I could get done, and oh. kept back. We kept going back and forth, and because uh, Matt had, was picking. And then it was him, and I traded before him. And then I was, I was trying to acquire his pick, too. And I was like, oh, what are you trying to get for it? And he's like, oh, I wanted this corner. And I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> I was like, he'll, he'll, he'll be there. I said, like, I'm not taking a corner. And I was trying to get the pick, but he didn't want to trade it. And then it's a good thing he didn't because he got that corner. And yeah, just a sneaky pick because you could argue that he
1: should have been in the first round when he was taken yeah definitely i mean anytime you can get a a high dev corner in the in the second round with eighteen users there 21 um,
2: year old too so yeah developed. and he moved him to safety pre safety too
1: did he really that's a that's an interesting yeah. move
2: yeah well they have uh Jair and uh josh jackson
1: yep and yeah. the
2: safeties after that trade with rogers are definitely hurting
1: so he needs to make that move and get him up there and dev him quick.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a 70-rated safety.
1: Nice. And a rookie. So that's good. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Another another pick I think we should talk about, Dotson to Arizona. What do you think of that? Well, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> he's, if you
2: he... recall, it was uh, when we were playing Europa, when Andy picked before me, it was between him and that... Uh, I believe the tight end that he dropped.
1: That's right, that's right. And
2: and I won't lie, I kinda nudged just a little bit like, yeah, Andy, you gotta get the tight end, you know? <laughs> be the guy. Because uh Tampering. this dude is completes my defensive backfield as my slot.
1: That's fantastic. Uh,
2: he is actually one of the top five fastest DB league.
1: He ended up being um normal dev? Yes.
2: But we'll see how long that lasts.
1: That uh, that was a He was another guy on my board. as I didn't think he'd follow me. But he I thought he was a, a great pickup. Just, I mean, his speed alone is going to be fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I have him playing the slot and replacing Simmons when he goes in the sub linebacker role. So One of the three big picks for
1: Arizona. That's fantastic. Moving on to another another selection I really liked. Actually, I thought they had a, generally a decent draft in general. Uh, the Falcons taking Weaver at quarterback and then Colbert at uh, at halfback. I thought that was a fantastic move by them, getting a, a quarterback early. I didn't think they'd go quarterback early, but they did. And then to have Colbert fall as, as, far, as far as he did, uh, what a great pickup for them.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Do we have the stat? Do you have the stats for Weaver? I can uh, look it up for his... real quick. I'm curious to see how he panned oh, out. I, I forget. Okay. He
2: had two completions for six yards and a touchdown.
1: I mean his. I'm sorry. I mean his and... uh, his attributes and stuff. <laughs> but thank
2: you for that. <laughs> well, you asked that.
0: I All did. Right. I did. It looks uh, like uh, he's got. 81 speed, 91 Excel, 84 agility. Uh, let's see, see, see. 94, wow.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: 48 man coverage. Oh, good,
1: good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, he has tight spiral, 88 throw power, 82 short accuracy, 79 mid, 80 deep, 88 throw on the run Wow. Yeah, so he's an all-around pretty good quarterback.
1: Yeah, I imagine yeah, he's going to take a year behind Matt Ryan. We'll see. That's what it's looking like. Yep. Yeah. But he's
2: getting, uh, he is getting playing time, it seems, in late game.
1: Good, good. And then uh, I thought Colbert was the star of their picks in the first round. He is a nice running back. It's gonna yeah, be... he was the guy. He Go was
2: ahead. the, the third-round guy, right?
1: No, I thought I thought he was first round as well because the Falcons moved. Oh, they got okay. they traded their defensive tackle Grady. That's yes,
2: that's right. He's the he's the Temple guy.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh,
2: yeah. It was that was a guy that, like I said, when I had a Mullins on my dartboard, I was looking at his attributes and I almost convinced myself like maybe I should draft him first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know he's he's a pretty solid back. Falcons did a lot with their offense in that first round. I mean, just adding him. And then, and then to have the insurance behind Matt Ryan, I think I think Falcons are playing a bit of the long game here. But I thought they made some good moves to get those pieces in place, and they're both good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Um, setting himself up for the future. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, over in Jacksonville, we had that tight end Andrew Morales go, and uh, and then quarterback Max Buchanan. You want to talk about setting up for the future? Those two guys, I think, are going to have really good careers in Jacksonville.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah Matt's Max, really building something over there.
2: Yeah, Max Buchanan was one of those interesting prospects. When he disappeared for a while in the draft class, yeah. I was actually kind of pumped because kind of kind of like Paul Dunn to where you know, he's going to be a guy that drops, but by the time you get to the late second round, it's not a reach to draft them. Right. And Buchanan right. has top 10 throw power in the league.
1: What like, is his throw is power? Accurate.
2: It is at 92. Wow. Yeah, so like I, yes. a little bit of development, he can become top five if he uh, ends up starting. So he is a guy that dropped, but still has potential, even though he was quote unquote not first round potential right game. Right. I think that was a great long term pick for when Garoppolo contracted. He
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, go ahead. Went like I said. I was uh, if I was convinced that Matt was taken done, and I was like, well, if he takes Dunn, I was going Buchanan. So. I was looking at him as well, like you said, Ty, I mean, at that point it's you know you're not losing anything yeah. It's the end of the yeah. second round, you know
2: exactly that's where the game values them, so right. it's not a reach at that point, and you can develop quarterbacks
1: Matt, Max Buchanan right. is going to be as far as you look at the other names with morris Taylor Johnson, Paul Dunn. And uh, and even Weaver being taken, I think Max Buchanan. It's it'll be interesting to see where he pans out out of the quarterbacks from this draft in like yeah, four years, where he's at compared to the rest of them.
0: It's kind of interesting these two teams, uh, Matt and and uh, Drew. They just have all these quarterbacks, and it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, pan out, maneuver, yeah, maneuver them and what they do with them.
1: Yeah, and two very different styles of teams too.
0: Yes. yes.
1: Um, and and Andrew Morales, I know that uh he was he was pretty well loved by the Jacksonville fan base during the preseason. I think he was he's the only tight end that I can recall was taken by a user, right? In the first couple rounds.
2: Uh Andy also drafted the
1: yeah. That's right. Andy took a tight end this as well. Was the first one. I took... Randolph. Randolph.
0: I yes. took I, I took one I think at the end of the second as well.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Um I don't know, just based on based on uh, how Matt runs his offense, I think Morales is kind of the favorite as far as the three tight ends then to to have success within the first three years. I thought he was a pretty good pickup.
0: Yeah, he's got uh, Josh Oliver over there too, and he's got some good speed. so He does. I, I did see,
1: though, that Josh Oliver lost the job to Morales, who just had a really good preseason. More reliable mm-hmm. is what I heard. As far as in the league news, they were saying that Josh Oliver is good, but Morales beat him out for that number one spot. So, I think I think in a team that likes to run it, like the Jags do, and then and then hit him with the tight ends and the play action, Matt, uh, Morales should feast, especially in the red zone.
2: They're they're definitely. both going to be on the field together off. too. That so.
1: too. That too. Um, another one we should we should definitely not miss. Uh, Jeffries going to Cleveland. I think that was a, a player a lot of people had their eyes on as well. Uh, Ty, what did you think of that pickup?
2: I I I, I legitimately think he's the best player. You,
1: I heard you say that, so I, I was curious. I, to- I really, I
2: really do think that. The only knock on him is his age, but as like mm-hmm. day one potential, I think he's the best. He has of all defensive ends right now, right yep. ends and left ends, He has uh, he's ranked in the top 10 for power move. That's amazing. amazing.
1: A rookie Was that 89
2: is what he had? Something like that, yeah. 89 power move rookie. Yeah. He is a, he's going to be a monster pass rusher uh, paired with Garrett and Pierce, that's defense.
1: so insane what they did to their line. I
2: I love what Joe did with his defensive line. It's it's exactly what I did with mine last file. Yep. With the uh, Chris Jones and Tack and then the other guy that I drafted, and I just loaded it so no matter what, one of them is gonna break through every play.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know it's gonna force something more often than it's not, and I I love what he did with that. And Jeffries was probably my favorite
1: yeah jeffrey jeffrey's as far as i think you're right just the most complete player coming out of the draft besides maybe um uh edison i would say also yeah, a great yeah, player
2: there um, yeah, you can make cases for guys but that's just my personal yeah
1: and you know, what it does to the cleveland's so. already powerful line is it just reinforces it uh, the uh, the other pick I wanted to cover, too, is Kevin Bradford, the halfback, going to the Bills, giving them a real thumper at running back. Um, just from my perspective, that, that, was an, that was an interesting move for a guy like Cody, who I thought might lean more for Colbert, who went to Atlanta. Um, just because I know he was going after uh, kind of a faster running back style... And he already picked up Jordan Howard in free agency, but then he has Kevin Bradford fall to him at, at thirty one. Um, he's going to be a decent back, I think. I just don't know if he's going to see as many touches over in Buffalo.
2: Yeah, I'd I'd have to imagine that the Jordan Howard signing one that is going, or he's going to get an easy payday. Put it that way,
1: right? Right. <laughs> he's yeah.
2: going to be the odd one out there because Bradford, being the first-round pick with his potential, even if Howard is better now, he's going to be the one that gets. It'll, it'll be interesting what Singletary does though. If he stays the number one guy, or if Bradford just him, yeah. Uh, a wasted. Uh, Do
1: you like this pick
2: by Buffalo? Uh, it was, at least with my draft board, it was best player available. So if mm-hmm. you believe in that philosophy, then yeah.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. I I think it was an interesting move for sure. I think Bradford's a talented player. But yeah, I think you make an excellent point. There might be a little bit of a offseason regret signing Howard as well. Um, it happens. It you does. Trade him, Do the Bills does. have a running back over 91 speed on their roster? That would be Brad P. Bradford. Bradford has 91 speed. Okay, yeah. he's the
2: only one higher than 90 acceleration.
1: Interesting. Now the uh,
2: other. Go ahead. Uh, uh an interesting thing about him is his change of direction is only 79.
1: So he goes straight. So he is a
2: very downhill runner with his trucking.
1: Interesting. One thing, I, another thing I wanted to cover, and and, and this is just. We could do this with a lot of teams, but uh, what are your guys' thought on the Dolphins' draft as a whole? As a whole, Um, I think it was a good draft. It was a good draft. Do you think they that they're based on the level of first round draft picks they had? Do you think they added more depth, or could you argue that maybe it was a bit of a disappointment based based on where they picked and how many picks they had? Because I that's how I kind of feel with the Dolphins' draft.
2: See, um, a lot of things take uh, perspective when evaluating it. And I can understand, like, as I said, I came out of the draft kind of, like, upset myself. Mm-hmm. Felt a little underwhelmed, but he has a lot of rookies that are 70 overall. Uh, he has two linemen that are 75.
0: And yeah, he's got he that. Uh... A,
2: a lot of... Future stars, or at the very least, good depth for when he adds stars in free agency.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Andy. Yeah, I agree. I I think he's doing what he's what he's setting out to do. He's it's clear he's got a plan and he's sticking to it. You know, you're not going to hit on every single draft pick, right? You have so as long as it's someone. You know, I feel like if you get someone over seventy, you know, that's a that's a win. Definitely, that's a win. Yeah, and you know. He got a bunch of O line, you know. He's got two little O over seventy, and he still got draft capital for this year coming up too. So right, and he and know. he
1: even said, I mean, going into this season in particular, he said he does not expect to see the improvements this year, but it's next season.
0: Right. So he yeah, like you said, he's got a plan and stick to it. And-
1: yeah. Ty, I'm curious, especially with all the draft coverage you did, um, and this is kind of putting you on the spot. Out of the teams that picked, which was basically everyone, what are, would you say your top three teams are that improved themselves this off season versus the top three teams that did not improve themselves this off season? Would you be able to give me some names?
2: Ooh, that's that's a good way to look at it. Um, I'm gonna start with one, but let me brainstorm after that. Yeah. Falcons are an easy one for.
1: For an improvement. I think
2: that yeah, um, the. Matt Ryan and Todd Gurley, you know, band-aid job can only last so long. Yeah. They the Falcons were a team looking like on the decline with their aging stars and they have brought youth. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that running back is going to be a legitimate contender for
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's a great back and I, I would agree with you. I think the, the trading of the defensive tackle was a necessary uh necessary job grady it was necessary to move him in order to to push that falcons team into the direction it needs to go
2: uh, another team would be a football team
1: yeah i thought you had a great offseason in general uh justin draft,
2: drafted yeah. a great offensive talent to help out that number one defense and drafted the best quarterback to ever play football. <laughs>
0: Let's hope it carries over to the NFL. Do
1: you feel like over the <laughs> offseason as a whole, you improved, Justin?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, i had been looking for a, like uh, another safety to add because I like to run a big nickel. And I got a guy who played corner, was with the Panthers, and he plays corner. He's one of those guys that I don't like to get in other leagues, too, TJ Green. And he's like 6'4, but he's got like 93 speed and 94 excel. And yep. so. He works well on my defense, and I didn't go too crazy in the uh, off or the uh, free agency. I signed a few guys as depth. Mm-hmm. I was trying to sign a Gerald Everett, but I think me and uh, Sam, aren't I, are your brother? You're both up. Yeah, man. We were both in on Gerald Everett, and I thought he was going to go to one of us, but they ended up going to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of pretty surprising. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, I would say offense was my biggest – I had a lot of uh, decent players, but you know, not anyone too great. So, building on that, um, I got that running back who he looks pretty good, and then I also drafted another running back, uh, Taylor Clay out of I think he's out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. He's like a third round pick, but man, I I I played him in the preseason, and I just something about him I can't cut him. So he's sitting <laughs> on my roster. I got like five running backs on my roster.
1: We all have those guys we just can't like quite get rid of. There's something
0: about yeah. him that makes him stay. Yeah, and then uh, the tight end I drafted, Theo Connell, he's going to be my starter. He had a really good preseason. Oh, nice. Um, he's, he's low rating, but he makes a lot of catches, and he doesn't drop a lot of balls. So, mm-hmm. um, I feel like my offseason looked pretty good. Uh, hopefully I can make it past, beat my playoff curse this year. Sure, if I can
1: make it. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good to see you have some success, especially after the after the great run you had last year until until the playoffs. Unfortunately, um, how about some some teams that maybe you thought could have done more in the offseason or, or left you kind of wanting more?
2: Hmm. Well, that's kind of a tough one because there are cap implications in that to where certain teams can't do that much. It's true. Like I know the the Titans were a team that couldn't do much because they traded the picks away and
1: yeah, they tight. were they were kind of at the top of my list as far as just a team that you know based on cap. Obviously, there's a lot of that goes into an off season and what you can and can't do. But as far as I don't, I think the Titans were probably the most one of the more strapped teams, um, and so that affected them. But that's the thing—you you're sitting in the in the luxurious spot of having a pretty decent roster already.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Dustin tried to make moves um, in the draft. I just think it, he just didn't have a lot of draft capital, I guess, to move up. But I think he I think he's just trying. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's only
2: so much you can do at a certain point. Right. With you know, there are certain guys that you just can't move, even if you wanted to. You run out of picks to trade.
1: What are your thoughts on yeah, Buffalo's offseason? I feel like it was pretty oh. quiet. Yeah. Uh.
2: That, yeah, that's another team that I have to wonder uh, if the cap was a an issue because they weren't able to get uh, brain fart running Tariq Cohen. Yeah. And that bidding war. And they did get Jordan Howard. I guess it was a decent.
1: They picked up uh, Ryan Kerrigan as well, right?
2: Uh yeah, that's Nine. right. That was a uh, that was their big pickup. That's right. Yep. I think it was a a bit of an overpay. Yep. I was only willing to pay him for one year. But we'll we'll see how that works because he was desperate for his pass rush at the end of.
1: Now another team that I thought could I I I don't know if there was cap issues here and maybe you guys do. But I expected to see a little bit more out of the Seahawks this year in the offseason. I don't feel like they they did too much to improve. Yeah, I don't
0: even remember really seeing them. I mean, I'm sure they picked drafting. I don't really remember any.
2: Because uh, that all got traded for Jamal Adams.
1: That's uh, right. Okay. That's why so That's so you right. see uh, that happen. But even then in free agency I didn't I didn't see Seattle around too much. Maybe I'm wrong on that.
2: Um, it's looking like Skiel Griffin got re signed. hmm Uh Chris Carson, I believe, got re signed.
1: So just kinda some in
2: house
0: stuff. Some in house. Yeah, man. it
2: seems like they looking around and these are all names that uh Josh Gordon got brought in. Deaver. Mhm. But yeah there weren't too many bodies brought in at least that I can tell
1: there's and there's a level of uh, a level of time will tell with Green Bay's offseason.
0: yeah but I don't I get, feel like
1: yeah. they improved they added good pieces but the pieces you lost kind of kind of weigh on that too and I feel like if you're gonna get rid of Aaron Rodgers and you've got this conditional first round pick hanging out in the air uh, i I just wonder how much of a step back they took, and I guess time will tell.
2: Yeah. With yep. that pick, though, if they end up keeping it, they'll have three firsts. Wow.
0: Hmm. Wow, so that'd that's be significant. Nice.
2: Uh, it could be just an investment in you this year.
1: Yeah, and I think I think there's an argument to made that Adam drafts
0: well. Yeah. yeah. He's um, also trying to move uh, Devontae, isn't he? So he's trying have to... Been,
2: there have been sources of that.
1: Interesting. Um Yeah, are there any other teams you think that should be highlighted in the offseason before we go into predictions? Oh uh, No. I think
2: that's I can't it. well the Raiders didn't uh they got the I think the one lineman that has a dev trait
0: yeah, in center. the first round. He, really yeah, committing to nice. Josh
2: Jacobs to being the face of the
1: yeah, and he I know they picked hurt. up. I think Bud Dupree in the off season as well.
2: Yeah, that was that was a sneaky good sighting. Yeah, he's uh, with the way he he blitzes, you know, he needs guys like
1: somebody Josh that Jacob. can get right to the quarterback.
2: News alert: He's actually injured for five weeks. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Who's Ooh. his, uh,
2: who's he's his backup? His backup would be Jalen
0: Richard. Oh, Jalen Richard. Ooh.
2: Yeah, so uh it's all on Derek Carr now. <laughs>
1: that's going to be that's going to be fun to watch. Um that division's always exciting and, and it game it was a close close race last year.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that ends because it's the short running game offense versus the electric Denver
1: passing.
0: Yeah. 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 I think I have to play that division this year. I know for a fact I play Jordan. And yeah, sure
1: if you're one. in the NFC, you're going to play that whole division. But yeah. So. so I've got a list here of predictions, and uh, I'm going to go by it. I'm going to go through it division by division, and as I go, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts just as I go through each one. I'm going to start in the NFC, and, uh, and we're going to start with the NFC North. I have the Vikings taking that division with Green Bay as the number two in that division. Do you guys agree, disagree? What are your thoughts? Agree. I'd agree as well. So Vikings take the, yeah. the NFC North as your early week one prediction.
0: I have the yeah. ant- Go ahead. I think uh Sam with I mean, he had a awesome passing tech last year and and then he adds uh Nick Chubb to yeah. help out his run game. I don't know how you're gonna how are you going to guard that?
1: And a pretty solid defense there too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would agree. I think. I think just the Vikings stayed the course, added some more talent, and Green Bay has actually taken a step back in the name of the future. But you got to give. Man. You got to give. It's such a close race as it was last year. You got to give
0: Minnesota the the nod at least early on here. Did he? Uh, did he? Did Justin Jefferson get the X factor?
2: Yes. Oh, oh, I didn't man. know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: That's crazy.
2: I believe he got it in the season.
0: Nice.
1: The NFC West, my prediction is I stay true with last year's results. I give the 49ers the number one spot in the division, then the Cardinals, then the Seahawks. How do you guys feel about that?
2: Well, my prediction is that the Seahawks see
1: the They what?
2: I guess we don't uh the Seahawks win the NFC. Oh, interesting. So uh, we both don't have confidence.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about how about you, Justin? Kind of the outsider I, here as well. Uh, well,
0: I'm going to be honest. I would say, if I had to guess, I'd probably say Ty Went to the division, drews into second, and Seahawks third. Gotcha. So we all
1: have different results. Yeah. that's the beauty well, of a
0: three-team division.
1: Well, lunch on whoever's. Yep. <laughs> so Ty, I have to ask: Do you, if you have Seattle winning it, who is your two and three?
2: Um, I believe I would be two. And then you have the Niners at third. Yes, I think, I think the quarterback will have growing pains. Uh huh. And while he will shine, he will lose games. Gotcha. I think only have.
1: I think brain. Niners took too much of a step back getting rid of Jimmy G there.
2: I wouldn't necessarily call it a step back; just more of a. The team will take a different philosophy, and I think it's going to take some time for it to. Uh, one get mastered, and two for the players to be, the players that they can.
1: Right, right. I no still one... think
2: he will go to the end of the game. To see, some fumbles and interceptions costing.
1: I'm gonna. But that's part of. It.
0: No one's taken the uh, Rams. You know they won a couple games last week
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so <true. laughs> so fair warning on my list. I don't include any CPU teams. Um, well, I'm going to stay true to the defending champs. I think I think Drew has come a long way. I think he understands his team better. And I'm gonna I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say he's going to overcome his rookie quarterback and and be able to to take that division. And that's in no way a slight to you, Ty. I just think that. Uh, that I got to go with the defending champs right now, and uh, I think both of you had good off seasons. And I think I think Derek, there's a little bit of a, a, a pressure on him to to put it, to show it here, after after kind of sliding in the middle of the season last year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I think he's gonna show up next year. There was
0: he definitely uh, is capable.
2: There, yeah, there was a big switch, and um, I have to wonder how much of it was actually impacted by me in our first game. Mm. But I... Because he was leading the league by far in forced fumbles, so immediately in the game, I made it so I did conservative on running, uh, running back moves. Right. And even though I lost the first game, you know, he was hit-sticking me all game and we couldn't get those fumbles, and I started noticing in games versus people were doing that too. Yeah. And I have to imagine that he's going to rely on that less, and it's going to be something that uh, people are going to expect more. You know, kind of reverse psychology. Sure. Where if he plays more safe defense, then that will be, he'll, he'll be able to be more, much more locked down. Yeah. Because that was a big part, is that he wouldn't be able to get those fumbles that he got in the early game.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he he changes it up and how he he attacks teams this year. I think he still has a good roster here. And though I was kind of like, what did he do this off season? I mean, there's enough to be said with Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams sitting there with Russell Wilson on the other side and Metcalf.
2: Exactly. There's uh, there's a lot of talent there.
1: Yeah. Now uh, and it's interesting because nobody's traded away all the talent yet. Like last like last file. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Nobody wants
2: a mobile quarterback.
1: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> moving on no. to the <laughs> NFC South. You can agree or disagree here. I have the Falcons winning the division and the Saints not winning the division, so a flip from last year. Do you guys agree, disagree? I would agree. I would agree. I think I think Mike's gonna come in a little bit with a with a bit better understanding of his team and just a better roster than he started. Um, yeah, I agree there. The
2: Lindsay, at least from the games I saw, was the biggest part of the Saints offense mm-hmm. most of the time. And they they got Devonta Freeman from me for a second-round pick, so he might be able to fill that role. But that feels like that such a Band-Aid, is, though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. it is.
0: Oh. Freeman's got to be close to 30, doesn't he? Maybe 29.
2: 29, I think? Yeah. 28 or 29.
0: Hmm. That's certainly
1: going to be fun to see see how that pans out, but I, I just think I think Mike's gonna take the division this year and, and uh, I mean the, the, I just played the Bucks and they're still a half decent team, even though Brady lost like five throw power points in the offseason. Uh, he's still a smart quarterback. I think that he could definitely the Bucks made a run last year. they could definitely make it again this year. Um, moving on to the NFC East, I have the Washington football team winning that division with the Giants coming in second. Do you guys agree?
0: I agree. <laughs> I go with the
1: number one seed from last year with the football team winning the division. You have the week one win already under your belt. I think the Giants have had a decent offseason, and I think the Aaron Rodgers trade is significant for them, but I just don't know if it's quite enough to overcome the, the football team and what they did. So I think I, I give it to you, Justin. I think, I think it's on the Giants to prove us wrong.
2: Yeah, yeah, Dave. You're gonna, you're gonna say sports, but uh, I still believe in the Aaron Rodgers curse. I still think it's real. <laughs> I watched that game and I knew it was gonna end in interception in the red zone. That's how it always does.
1: Well, then I need to, to get a hold game. of whatever magic lamp you're rubbing. <laughs> 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 I uh, well, uh I, I don't know. The Aaron Rodgers curse seemed to be broken last year, so I, d- I don't think it's a thing anymore. Was it though? I mean, the only reason the Packers lost—I mean, they Drew could have beaten them, but I mean, it was Sim. So how how do we know? How do we know? Because that was the curse. That's not the curse. That
2: that's how curses work, Dave.
1: <laughs> I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> All right, moving on I to the, the AFC. Videos
2: on YouTube.
1: AFC North. I have the Bengals uh, retaining the title. And the Browns, uh, number two, but I see another very close race, and I think there's an argument to be made for the opposite based on the Browns' off season, which I think outshined the Bengals' off season. Um, I go ahead. I believe in the Browns. I think the Browns are going to shock
2: the world this year. I, I think there's a there, the there's a there's made.
1: definitely a, a a low rumble. I think among users that are like watch out for Cleveland this year.
0: Well, they have like. I mean, they have the best roster starting out. I imagine you could possibly I mean, just a dream for the to have that. I mean, you got Denzel Ward. You got, well, I guess he traded away your Peppers, but uh, what are they? Uh, he's got hair with Ronnie Harrison, and then uh, Garrett. And that, He traded for uh, the defensive tackle from the Vikings, and he yep. drafted that guy. And then offense, he's got Odell thousand. Odell and Hooper. Jarvis and. Hooper and uh, Harrison Bryant and the list goes Kareem Hunt and goes on and on.
1: Right, right. No, they're still definitely they're still they're a good team and they did improve this year. Um, I don't know. I still my gut goes with Cincinnati the way they were able to dominate uh, the Browns last file. I just I I wonder. I guess I guess I've got to see Joe. I've got to see Joe do it on the field before I go. Absolutely, the Browns are taken. I think they put the right pieces in place, but. The pieces were pretty close to similar last year, and uh, I, so I just I lean Cincinnati based on last year. See, I'm gonna make a point here, though. And sure. This is another part of why I love
2: what Joe did, and I hope this is all intentional on purpose because it's so genius. Dave, what's the weakest part of the Bengals roster?
1: Offensive line.
2: Offensive line. What does the offensive line do every play?
1: It blocks the defensive line from getting to the quarterback or running back.
2: And what's the Browns' best part of their team now?
1: Uh, their wide receiver core.
2: Okay, besides that.
1: Their <laughs> defensive backs.
2: No, that's not. That, that is false. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this was a fantastic way to play to the weakness of your divisional opponent. And also Agreed. just have a great defensive front. You know, that's yeah. always fun. It, it's great when guys just shed blocks and make it so immediately the offense is just off uh, off balance.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I I really I really buy the Browns. Boom. I don't care if it's the same hype two or three years ago. I'm on that train.
1: That's awesome. And do you agree with uh, Ty, Justin?
0: Yeah, I I'd go with the Browns. Just has a really great roster, and it was a close, pretty close race last year, right? It was tied was up. About, it was yeah. just the tiebreaker
1: was the two wins by the Bengals over the Browns. They both went nine and seven.
0: Yeah. So another year to. Learn the roster, figure out how it works. And...
1: Yeah. Also a factor in that the Bengals lost A.J. Green. That's true. So there's, there's certainly... Uh, the Bengals did improve. They added a tight end. They improved their offensive line slightly over what they had before, which was something they had to do. Um, Cincinnati also, I think they added some depth on defense, especially at cornerback. But I think the Browns had the better offseason. Um but my gut just say, says to stay with Cincinnati and I could very well be wrong. I think I think there's definitely a reason for uh the rumblings of watch out for Cleveland, which I think exists right now. Moving on it's to going the to AFC... be the Orange one. What's that? It's going to be the orange one. The orange team. Moving on to the AFC West. I have the Denver Broncos winning the division this time over the Raiders. Agree, disagree?
2: Uh yeah, I agree. I think Drew Locke's going to have a
1: much better season. Yeah, I think I think you're going to see the Broncos just come out and I mean I think that offense is really going to shine this year.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I, he's got a lot of offensive firepower. They a of, go ahead. a lot of speed, yeah. a lot of speed, a lot of height.
1: They um they didn't have much in the way of draft picks, but I think that the more comfortable Jordan gets with his team, the deadlier here he gets. I mean, when he's in his game, he has one of the best offenses of any user. I think Jordan is always such a wild card in any, in it, wherever he is. Um, and I just think, for the most part, aside from a couple small moves by the Raiders, I think the Broncos are just in a stronger position right now. Agreed on yeah, I cool. yeah, I agree. Cool? Yeah, that seemed like a pretty easy yeah. one. Um, yeah. AFC South, I have the Titans retaining the title and the Jaguars still at number two. Do you guys uh, ha- agree with that, or do you think the Jaguars did enough to overcome the Titans?
0: Man, that's a hard one, because... Mm. Matt is... It's like... Matt's one of those guys who could beat anybody, but also I feel like he could lose anybody. Yep. But I think... Uh, I think he's going to take the division this year.
1: You got you got the Jags being number one. I
0: get I get the Jags.
1: Nice. How about you, Ty?
2: Uh, uh, Dustin's going to have a hopefully healthy Chandler Jones joining his defense. He is going to have another uh, raw but fast corner to add to his defensive backfield. That if he ends up using a lot of that raw ability, um, I. He got a little bit better this year, almost accidentally, mostly because of the Chandler Jones injury. Yep. I, I have to believe in him until he shows me other
1: Yeah, he kind of approve it to me AFC for Matt.
2: User. You know, in the playoffs, it kind of it kinda soured, and it was a rough start to that game, but he still has got to be seen as top three, maybe even the AFC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you. I mean, the story with those two teams too is they're both such good users, and so it's yeah. it's yeah. going to always be a fun division to watch. Um, but I I lean with Utah. I think it until the Titans are to fall. I think Matt's going to prove it first. I think he's very well capable, and it's probably one of the most to- biggest toss up divisions. But uh, but I I lean Titans as well, um, and I don't I don't discredit you at all, Justin, for going Matt either. It's one or the other. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's not like we'd be shocked if Matt won. Right. Right. Like, oh yeah, exactly. wow. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um lastly we'll do the AFC East and I have it stacked. Patriots, Bills, and then Dolphins. And I think just like the NFC West there's room for any any shakeup of that. how do you guys have it?
2: I have dolphins, bills,
1: Dolphins, Bills, Patriots?
2: Yeah. Uh, I I do have Bills paths to Dolphins. I think the the Finns are going to struggle early. They'll kind of have a renaissance where things kind of click, mm-hmm. but that's going to end with some heartbreaking loss. I I think it uh, uh Cody still comes out on top, too, mm-hmm. especially with the showing. Yeah.
1: Against Miami, week one. Yeah, he had a good, he had a good day. Definitely, yeah. How a about great,
0: you, Justin? Uh, uh I probably go with the defending AFC champs, the Bills, to go one. Patriots, two. Dolphins, three.
1: Kind of same uh, story as last year.
0: Yeah, I just think uh, watching Cody play, he's he's, he's really good. Um, and he, I like it that first game he he put up a show. And I think the, one of the things he was missing last year was the running back. Um, he had Singletary, but I don't think he really liked Singletary all that much. Yeah. And I think he added that other guy and I think um I think that's gonna help him out a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I think I think Cody had a, a pretty it was a quiet off season, but what he did was good. Um Dolphins <laughs> anytime I think of the Dolphins right now I just imagine this building with tarp over it says under construction. <laughs> And you right. see guys walking around it, and it's like, yeah, I mean, they'll 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 pull a few nice games out, and I, I really agree with your kind of description of his season. Ty, I see. But also, I, I see. Um,
0: Go ahead. I was going to say, but also, you know, you, you took him to the wire in the AFC Championship, and you know, you added some speed on offense. So, I could see you going too. Yeah,
1: no. I feel like I feel like out of the three teams, I I would say I had the best offseason. That's just my opinion, and obviously I'm biased, hugely biased. Um, but to improve your team from where it was last year, I feel like I did the most. Um, and every time I play Cody, I feel like I get better against him. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Cody, I think, is kind of in that same position. Like he, I've got to prove it because I went zero and three versus him last year, and so. I, I have put myself first just because I feel like I've done enough, but, you know, we'll see. It's it's just as much a toss-up as the NFC West. Yeah, definitely.
2: Anything could happen. I, Andy could go on a twelve game win streak. Yeah, watch Andy just win it. <laughs> that
1: would be crazy. Um, lastly, as part of these predictions, I set up some, um, based on my rankings, and, and we can discuss this a little bit if you guys want to, but I set up some... Playoff predictions as far as seeding goes, and so we'll we'll bounce back down to the NFC. My predicted seeding is: I have I'm going to start with the first four, and then I'll go to the the other the three wild cards. I have the football team as the number one seed again. I have the Niners as the number two seed. I have the Vikings as the three seed, and I have the Falcons as the four seed. And then your wild card goes as follows: Giants at five. Cardinals at six Seahawks at seven with the Saints and the Packers missing the playoffs this year the sounds
0: Packers. good to
1: me <laughs> <laughs> um, Saints and Falcons missing the playoffs or Saints and Saints and Packers excuse me missing the playoffs does that shock you guys at all is that something that you could see happening or uh, or do you think my I'm totally off base
0: no yeah. I, I definitely don't think it's too out of too far out of line. Like I said, I, I personally believe that I think Packers is going to struggle. Yeah. With that quarterback, it's a that's a it's a hard thing to overcome.
2: Uh, I, yeah, Packers will be an, an interesting one. I can see it if that quarterback ends up situation really hurting. Yeah. Uh, the Saints. We all agreed that the the Falcons. We all predicted they would win, so the Saints would be the odd one out in that division. Sure. Uh what I'm really surprised about is you're, you're giving a lot of credit to Drew for a playoff run having him be the second seed again. You really believe in the 49ers? I I
1: teams. do. I I am on I am all aboard the 49ers train after seeing that playoff run and watching when Drew got comfortable, I feel like he was he was very scary uh to knock out to knock out Justin and then to go on the on the tear he did in the playoffs. I I really am high on him this year and I think uh I think I think he's going to get that number two seed again.
2: I just want to throw it out there that Josh Rosen is undefeated against the 49ers, including last year. Three and
1: zero, three zero. Ty, I have you coming in at the sixth seed, underneath the Giants. Um, I think I think you're going to have a good year. I just I just think you're going to be kind of you're just going to be bounced down that wild card line a little bit. But that's just I mean, I mean we we ha- everyone had a different ranking for the NFC West. So I think that's just... You can agree and disagree with that, but uh, I just... I feel... If I'm going to be high on the Niners, I still think you make it. And I actually have Derek making it at seven as well. I have that whole division getting in. Uh, I think you guys are some of the best divisions in, in, in this league. So I think, I think it's going to be... I think you guys are all going to represent.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a tough division, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really believe Derek's going to rebound... He can. He can.
2: I, I'm, I'm calling it. Bears and Seahawks are the two teams that I just have a feeling of this year. Yeah. Or Browns and the Seahawks. Browns and
1: Seahawks. Kind of the yeah. teams that are going to show up after not making it a year ago. Yep. In the AFC, my seeding goes as follows I have Titans at number one again. I have the Denver Broncos at number two. I've got the Patriots at three. And then I have the Bengals at four. This is just based on who I had winning. And then at five, I have the Bills. At six, I have the Jags. And at seven, I have the Browns, with the Dolphins and Raiders not making the playoffs.
2: Well, that would be the, uh, the same group of people that made the playoffs, in, except for excluding... Wait, did, did the Raiders get in last? The
1: Raiders got in. I, I, I played right. in my first right. game. Yep.
2: All right, that's right, that's right. Um, I, I could see that happening... The, the Raiders are definitely a wild card and everything. They could come out and have a year like uh, Lynn had his first season last year. Yep. The last file to where his defense just sacked everybody. And that time-chewing running game. Win games when you compare it with a defense. Oh, yeah. Yep. But they are also the one that has the most approved because not much changed. Derek Carr is getting older. And uh, Swan's only gonna be picking it up more each game.
1: And Jacobs is hurt, you said now.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. five games. so that's
0: that's a big big chunk of big chunk of the season there hmm. first yeah. quarter. Um,
1: yeah, so that that concludes my predictions. Um, of course we could we could talk forever about where we think everyone's gonna end up. Um, but Ty you have a small segment for us to close us out today
2: yep yep uh, bringing back start sit cut one and of my favorites most of this is going to be uh, we got four different groups here most of them are going to be for rookies so the first round running back Raheem Colbert in Atlanta Marcus Mullins in Arizona or Kevin Bradford in Buffalo Start, sit.
1: Or cut. Justin, why don't you go first?
0: Alright. I'm starting the guy in Atlanta.
1: Colbert. Eh,
0: Colbert. I'm sitting Ty's guy in Arizona and I'm probably cut Cody's Let him back.
1: Interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna start Um. is running back is it Mullins yes I'm starting Mullins I'm going to bench Colbert and I'm gonna also cut Bradford so I'm gonna swap it with you I think Mullins is gonna see a lot more touches than Colbert does because Colbert's still sharing the ball over there and I I just the running back room of Buffalo is just odd so I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start Mullins I'm gonna put Colbert on the bench and I'm gonna cut Bradford
2: all right. For, uh, we got the late round and undrafted quarterbacks. Paul Dunn. Max Sorry, wh- Buchanan, who was that? <laughs> Paul Dunn. Paul Dunn, okay. Max Buchanan and Taylor Johnson.
0: Justin, you go. Well, I'm going to stick with my boy, so I'm going to go start Paul Dunn. Correcting. Uh sit Taylor Johnson and then cut the other guy. Buchanan? Yeah. Well, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'll switch that. I'll keep Buchanan, sit Buchanan and cut uh, Johnson. I would
1: start well, yeah, I would start Taylor Johnson because he's the only quarterback out of those three that's actually starting. I would bench Buchanan and I would cut Paul Dunn. I think Paul Dunn's the worst of the three. You. I don't think he had a good preseason. I lucked He had like seven picks in the preseason versus every other quarterback performed better. I. I that's just where I go.
0: Most of those were against Dustin.
1: Well, what does that tell you, though? He's a user. <laughs> I told you he's not
0: ready. He just needs
1: so I, so, so I can't it. start him.
0: <laughs>
1: I gotta put Buchanan on the bench and I, I start Taylor Johnson because he's gonna... You know, even though he's not as good as the other quarterback stat-wise, I gotta go with the proven passer user, with uh with Green Bay and Adam. So I I start Taylor Johnson. I put Buchanan on the bench, and Paul Dunn. I could take or leave. So I'm gonna cut him.
2: I mean, Johnson could be proven, but he could be proving.
0: I'm gonna make a bold prediction that Johnson has more interceptions than touchdowns this year. Could be.
1: Could be.
2: Could be. All right. We got uh, Demario Burns, the Bengals' tight end. We've got Andrew Morales, the Jaguars tight end. And then Sheldon Randolph, the Miami.
1: I'm going to go Andrew Morales, start. I'm going to bench Bengals tight end, and I'm going to cut. Andy's tight end, but that's a really good question. I know that uh, Sam is really big on his tight end. I just see those two getting... I don't. That's a really good question. I think all three users yeah. are going to feed their tight ends, but I'm going to go with Matt first, with Andrew Morales. I'm going to go with Sam, just because he's lost AJ Green. He's going to need a target. And then I just don't know what... I know Andy likes his tight ends, but I don't know what the Dolphins are right now, besides a running team.
2: Yeah. He did only get, I believe, one catch in that first game.
1: How about you, uh, Justin?
0: Um I'd probably go to Miami tight end. you starting him? Uh to start him. Uh, then sit to Mario Burns and uh cut what was it, Matt's guy? Morales. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Morales. Morales. Yeah.
2: Interesting.
0: Very different. Yeah.
2: Because Randolph, he's he's six five with eighty nine speed. Or he's a pure Receiving. Legitimate pass-catching, you know, tight end. A good pick for Andy, too. Yeah, yeah. They all fit their own teams, which is a really interesting thing. At first glance, uh, Burns is the the clear outlier. Yeah. But he's also... He's as good of a run blocker as Morales, but just a little bit worse. Interesting. It's not too much of an interesting... Inch- difference. He's 23 though while Morales is 22 and Randolph is 21. Oh wow. So there is a little bit of an age difference between them all.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, this uh, this next one will be about the three of the teams that didn't make the playoffs
1: last year. Oh, interesting.
2: Seahawks, Dolphins, Falcons start Cup.
1: Seahawks, Falcons, Dolphins. Justin, you want to go?
0: Yeah, I uh, start the Seahawks, sit the Falcons, cut the Dolphins. I would agree. I would agree. I think just based on where every
1: team is, and we talked, we already kind of talked about this in predictions. I think, I think you got to start the Seahawks. We all have them making the playoffs. I think the the Falcons are up and coming, and we have them winning that division. So you got to bench them, and the and the Dolphins are still the Dolphins. We we really are looking at we we're, we're going to be putting the burner on under the dolphins starting next season. So I feel like if their success this year, if they have some, is kind of a nice surprise, but I don't I don't see them being a true contender yet this year.
2: It's uh, the next season when we can really start judging the the project in Miami. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Those first two years after this year.
2: All right. This last one. It's going to be a little controversial. Oh boy. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Hot dogs. <laughs> tacos or burgers?
1: Starts oh man. Oh man. Hot dogs, tacos, burgers. Justin, you want you want to lead off with this one cuz I don't know what I'm going to choose.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going I might need a minute here. All right, then, then I'll probably start. go. Oh. <laughs> i
2: like, oh, this is the hardest one. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> go, Justin, go. Take us. I guess I'd start burgers.
1: Amen. Sit, sit tacos. No. And
0: cut hot dogs. Oh. As much as much as I hate to say
1: that. Dude, a loaded hot dog, though? I know, but... Like at a ballpark, though? I mean, you don't, there's you like, you like don't get more tacos at a ballpark. I love...
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: Dan.
1: I've
0: yeah, Who <laughs> does? <laughs> I love steak tacos.
2: Arizona, right. baby.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm
1: gonna go burger because there's nothing satisfying after a hard day's work cutting wood than a burger, and you can do whatever <laughs> you want with that. When you're when you're at a game, when you're when you're when you're you know hanging out with friends, or you're having a cookout. There's nothing wrong with a nice, with a nice frank, right? So I'm gonna bench the franks, and then you know tacos are fine every once in a while, but like. You don't always have... No, you, you gotta cut the taco. You can live without the taco. Burgers and a hot dog are like mainstays. Taco is something you go out for if you're gonna have Mexican. But it's not like I'm... Like, I don't have tacos weekly. So that's where I'm at. Man, man, Dave. Ty, I wanna know where you go.
2: Yeah, I would go... uh Depending on the place, I might go tacos first. But I would go burgers, tacos, hot dog.
1: So you line up with Justin? It would...
2: It would depend on the taco and it would depend on the burger. They're certain I would rank. But yeah, you got to come to Arizona. We'll give you the... Dude, we'll, I will. We'll have you try the, the tacos of the expensive places that are really good. We'll have you try the tacos of the uh, cheap places that are really good. We'll have you try the, the white people Mexican food. The, uh, <laughs> we'll have you try the immigrant Mexican food. I'll we'll have you try the places if there's like a twenty five percent chance you yeah, wow. get food poisoning. Dude, tie all that's of all, this, this whole experience. This this this, this Arizona
1: experience with you sounds like a dream I want to happen. Like I could, we could do like three days of this. <laughs> just,
2: just tacos everywhere, every meal. Just keep ordering one taco everywhere. Experience everything and then rank them all.
1: Like I didn't know. Like I have a dream of us hanging out one day, but I think you just like I didn't know that I wanted this to be the day, but that's gonna be the just day.
2: The hunt. Hunt down the best taco in Arizona.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, now, now, here's a big question. Hot, hard taco or soft taco? Soft taco.
0: I guess soft. Uh, flour tortillas. Ooh. Yeah, I, I kind like of lean tortillas. that way too, but a
1: hard taco has its place. Uh, I used to
2: prefer hard tacos, but uh, I, I just hate how they break. And I, I know. They I cut your teeth no up. Yeah, there's your so mouth. Many problems with it that just, like, aren't worth it. And a lot of uh, soft tacos are just as good without that. It's like a Mexican well. burrito. Yeah, it's an unwrapped... Tacos are just unwrapped burritos. That's all they are. It's true. It's true. That's all it is. It's
1: now, and a that's the thing. Had you said burger, hot dog, burrito, burrito might go to the ooh. top of my list. believe that...
2: Ooh. That's a good point. Well, a taco is just an unwrapped burrito. So...
1: And on that note, we finish up week one, and we're going to be entering week two by the time you guys all hear this podcast. Hopefully, hopefully we have a fast advance. Uh, Justin and Tyler, thank you guys so much for joining us. Jordan, we miss you and we love you. Maybe we'll get you on here another time. Any closing comments from our two friends in the NFC? Um. Done 2020.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, done twenty twenty. I was gonna say, I just hope uh, we see him starting by the bye week.
0: He might get some mop up duty this year. We'll see.
1: We'll that's see. That's fantastic. Well, I can. All I can say is, uh, there's Cody. There's just a certain person you might want to watch out for over in New England, and that's uh, that's all I want to say. That's you know, I don't want to. I already predicted myself winning the division, so, like, I already put, like, the pressure on myself, right? Does so. he
2: live in Maine? No. you get it? No. It's
1: tremendous. Oh! No, he doesn't live in Maine. Come on, that's just part of the name, okay? But that's... But he may be the main person you have to watch out for. Hey... I don't know alright guys well thank you for listening uh, to this wonderful episode and 10th episode of the Madden League official podcast I want to give a shout out quickly to to Drew and his podcast him and Dustin with the other guys and I look forward to more barbershop talk in the future Uh, thank you to Jacques for the wonderful offseason content and power rankings and predictions. Thank you to you, Ty, for your wonderful draft coverage. This that's one of the biggest things I look forward to every year. Is you covering the offseason and drafts and all your tweets and all your drama. I love it. You you put life to the offseason. Uh, Jacques, your team. Uh, Jacques Justin, your team reports have been awesome to follow as well. And so I just I, I want to shout out and give thanks to everybody who's putting content out there because that really makes it the league go around. And uh, yeah the first season was a huge success and uh, I'm looking forward to another season uh, to get at it. And I can't wait to see the surprises. I can't wait to see how our predictions are going to be so wrong uh, by the time we get to week 10 and, uh, and we'll see. But uh, guys, thank you so much and I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen, take it easy. We will see you next week for the next podcast. Uh, one thing I am looking into uh, Joe has presented me with a new discord bot that should be able to post our streams for us in the NFL red zone thing I've got to look into that Um, but outside of that business as usual gamer huddle is as up to date as I can make it right now and hopefully the stats are going to be accurate now that we're starting a new season so without further ado I thank you guys for listening Look forward to uh, hearing your feedback in the chat and, and we'll see you next week